of Hope is dedicated to making a difference in the lives of people with cancer, diabetes, and other serious illnesses with a mission of transforming the future of healthcare by turning science into a practical benefit. Hope into reality. This is City of Hope Radio with your host, Melanie Cole. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with pancreatic or colon cancer, or if you've been told you're at high risk for developing the disease, City of Hope has one of the most experienced pancreatic cancer programs in the United States, and it's important to learn about your options and take action right away. My guest today is Dr. Ben Abrahimi. He is a medical oncologist at City of Hope. Welcome to the show, Dr. Abrahimi. Tell us a little bit about pancreatic cancer. Can this be found early? Yeah, pancreatic cancer is uh, the fifth most common cancer in the United States. Uh, The organ pancreas is uh, seated deeply in the abdomen. And um, unfortunately, a lot of times the the symptoms are nonspecific, nausea, vomiting, abdominal pain. Sometimes it can get jaundice. And most of the time when we catch pancreatic cancer, it is at an advanced stage, either stage three or four. Are there some symptoms, some red flags that would point to someone saying, well, I need to get this checked out right away? Right. Um, so the symptoms of pancreatic cancer are not specific, but there are some symptoms. Uh, for example, unintended weight loss, abdominal pain, uh, nausea, vomiting, or jaundice, which is the yellowing of the skin. Um, the symptoms of jaundice, sometimes your stools become clay-colored and your urine will be dark. And those are some of the symptoms of pancreatic cancer. So if another somebody... symptom that uh, excuse me, another symptom that, that also sometimes happens is if uh, new onset diabetes. Uh, uh, if you're diagnosed with new onset diabetes, sometimes it could be because of pancreatic cancer as well. Okay, so if somebody has some of these symptoms, things that they've noticed, and they know it's just not right, how do you diagnose it? Is it difficult to diagnose? Well, a lot of times, uh, so the patients uh, present to their primary care physician with these symptoms, uh, eventually get a CT scan of the abdomen, and there's a mass in the pancreas, and that necessitates further workup, um, be it a, a biopsy, uh, which is the most common way of diagnosing this, and there's some blood tests that support the, the diagnosis of pancreatic cancer. Then after diagnosis, is how do you stage pancreatic cancer? So like a lot of different cancers, pancreatic cancer comes in four stages, stage one, two, three, four. Stage four is uh, when it's uh, spread to the outside organs, and the most common is we deliver in the peritoneum. Uh, stage one and two is relatively early localized, and stage three will be uh, lymph node involvement. So in terms of staging um, with pancreatic cancer, we do recommend a endoscopic ultrasound where they can tell us the depth of the tumor, and along with the CT scan, the abdomen, and the chest, then we can further refine the staging. So pancreatic cancer, people hear that, and right away, they lose all hope. What do you tell them about the treatments that are available now for people with pancreatic cancer? Yeah, pancreatic cancer is a tough uh, cancer to treat, but there are a lot of treatment options. For advanced stage pancreatic cancer, the cornerstone is still uh, chemotherapy. And uh, in the last few years, we have some new chemotherapeutic options that can, we can use in our patient pancreatic cancer period. Uh, at City Hope, of course, we have uh, exciting clinical trials, be it in first-line or second-line pancreatic cancer, where we're using 
standard uh, chemotherapy plus or minus something new in patients with pancreatic cancer. In the earlier stages, um, if it's discovered, the cornerstone, of course, would be uh, surgery, uh, which is the Whipple procedure um, period. And um, if the patient's not exactly resectable at the beginning, we can give maybe chemotherapy plus radiation therapy to shrink down the tumor and then go on to have surgery. Tell us a little bit about the Whipple procedure, doctor, because this is a big, this is a big surgery. And so, tell us just a little bit about it, and then what happens after that. So, the Whipple procedure is essentially for cancers that are in the head of the pancreas. It's uh, a pancreatic pancreatic duodenectomy. So, they take the head of the pancreas along with the um, part of the duodenum, and um, they reconstruct, reconstruct the bile duct as well. These are surgeries uh, that are not done that commonly at a community uh, hospital, so we highly recommend for it to be done at a tertiary center uh, where they've done a high volume of these cases. So um, out of 100 patients with pancreatic cancer, uh, 20% will be a candidate for a Whipple procedure. And once that is done, um, if the the tumor is uh, deep, uh, involvement of other uh, adjacent organs, or if they're lymph node involvement, we do recommend uh, chemotherapy as, long, as well as radiation therapy afterwards to decrease the chances of, of the cancer coming back. So let's speak about the cancer coming back. Do they live in fear, even if they've had Whipple procedure? Is this something that, if it comes back, comes back with a vengeance? How do you keep track? So uh, the pancreatic cancer patients that have had the Whipple procedure and have had treatments afterwards, we follow very closely the first two years. That is the chance of the cancer coming back is the first two years. So we see the patients every three months for that first two years. And if it were to come back, um, of course, each patient's different, um, but usually it doesn't come back for vengeance. But there are a fair number of these patients um, or that uh, the cancer can come back. And that's why a lot of research is going on both locally but at a national level uh, so we can find better uh, treatment options for our patients with pancreatic cancer. Can you give us some exciting things that are going on at City of Hope in terms of pancreatic cancer? Well, in terms of pancreatic cancer, uh, we're looking at uh, new targeted agents um, in combination with uh, chemotherapy or by itself to treat these patients' pancreatic cancer. Um, and uh, we have trials both in first-line setting, uh, second-line setting, and the refractory period. One of the exciting areas of oncology in general is immunotherapy, and there are trials that are being done with uh, immunotherapy in different uh, uh, stages of pancreatic cancer. So, doctor, let's talk a little bit about colon cancer, as this is also one of your specialties at City of Hope. Are there some symptoms of colon cancer? Because this particular cancer is also one that can be preventable. So speak a little bit about colon cancer. Colon cancer is a um, obviously a different cancer than pancreatic cancer. We actually have a very effective uh, uh, screening and prevention uh, uh, for uh, pan- uh, for colon cancer. Um, so colon cancer starts out in polyps. Polyps are benign overgrowth, which over time can become cancerous. That's why we have, in the absence of family ha- history, we have screening guidelines for patients starting age 50 
should have a colonoscopy, uh, and if it's totally normal, once every 10 years, if they have polyps, obviously the polyps are removed, and they can have it every uh, three to five years period. There's also some dietary factors, so it's been shown if you have a diet uh, uh, high in the fruits and vegetables and uh, low in uh, red meat, that can uh, help with uh, cancer prevention as well as exercise. is very important both for prevention of colon cancer but also in colon cancer survivors. Uh, in terms of symptoms of colon cancer, um, you know, a lot of times patients present with anemia. So if you have an anemia uh, from iron deficiency, especially in a patient more than 50, you always worry about uh, colon cancer. But you could have any symptoms, be it constipation, um, you can have abdominal pain, uh, nausea, vomiting, and the symptoms are nonspecific. Now, if you... If someone gets their colonoscopy on a regular basis and polyps are found, are all polyps the same? Are some a little bit more dangerous than others? And once they're removed, is there then a risk for them to regrow? Right. So polyps are uh, they're different types of polyps. They're hyperplastic polyps. These are considered benign polyps. But the tubulovilus uh, polyps, which is how it looks under the microscope, uh, has a special structure especially if they're more than two centimeters, those are, those are a risk factor for colon cancer. So as long as you remove the polyps, uh, fully remove the polyps, uh, you really decrease your chances of the colon cancer. And if someone does have polyps, they'll be followed very carefully. Uh, but uh, so as long as you have a good removal of the polyps, that's, uh, that's a good way of preventing colon cancer. Now, there are certain, if you're at age uh, 40 and below and you have polyps, or if you're diagnosed with colon cancer below age 50, and, uh, and especially if you have a family history of colon cancer, you do need to be screened for some of the hereditary uh, syndromes that predispose you to colon cancer in a city. Hope we have a very strong genetic uh, counseling and uh, screening program for these particular group of patients. So tell us in just the last few minutes, what are you doing that's very exciting there in terms of colon cancer at City of Hope? So colon cancer, most of the trials that we have are really for advanced colon cancer stage four, and we have uh, lots of uh, uh, chemotherapy plus or minus uh, targeted agents in these group of patients. Uh, again, uh, like I mentioned, pancreatic cancer, we're looking at immunotherapy uh, agents uh, in um, colon cancer, and um, there's a whole new class of medications that we're also um, uh, testing to see if it's effective in colon cancer. Um, you know, 13 years ago, on average, patients lived like one year with uh, colon cancer. Now, uh, it's not unusual to have patients live two and a half, three years, and we're making a lot of advances in the treatment of colon cancer. Thank you so much, Dr. Ibrahimi. It's really great information. You're listening to City of Hope Radio. For more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.